Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, however and wherever and whenever you are choosing to listen to this episode. Hi, still maced O'Lily, your unauthorized flight attendant for today's episode. Hi, how are we doing? Are you okay? Someone might not have asked you if you're okay today. Are you okay? I didn't get anything back there, so I'm I'm hoping it's not too bad of a day. I hope you're all right. Let me know. DM me. Email me. Beep me. However you want to reach me. Look, you guys. Um, I have a pimple the size of Kansas on my head, on my forehead, and it's hurting so bad. It's from stress. I it always happens whenever I'm stressed. I have. A situation beyond my control in my life. And I've got boy problems. So, and yeah, they are being boys. They're not being men. So, like, you know, there's a lot going on. The good, what are the pros? Um, I'm caffeinated. I got, like, at least a few hours of sleep last night. And my co-host, Karma Cornelia, a.k.a. The Cat. Uh, it, she's okay. She's doing well. She got very mad at me this morning. Just going to let you in on my drama. She got mad at me this morning because I didn't get to snuggle with her last night. And she got very upset. And it wasn't my fault. It's her fault. And uh, she got pissed. And so this morning, she chose vengeance. And she she tried to, um, well, let's just say she did a dance on top of me and didn't want to be moved. She She's a very clingy co-host. She would like attention, but she doesn't want attention when I want to give her attention. It's a very, she's a complex co-host. So anyway, she is here. She's co-hosting today's episode. Pop off karma. Hi, karma. She's currently um, giving herself a bath. Anyway, I just wanted to give you guys that update. That's where I'm at mentally. It's, it's great. It could be way worse. I think we've all been way worse on here. Um, I'm speaking like you guys come on here. Hey, by the way, you guys, I am looking just putting this out here into the universe, into the podcast platform. I am looking to bring on some people to the podcast that you don't need to be like a doctor. You don't need to be like a person of 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 some like doctorate, okay? I don't need you to have like accreditations. So I'm looking to have some people onto the podcast who like I would love to talk about. I would love you to just... Okay, if I'm honest, if you want my honest answer, I would like you to come on here and spill the tea. I would like you to come on here and you can do it anonymously um, and and just talk to me about like, did you get divorced? Was it a crazy story? Did you did you have a boyfriend who ended up having a wife in Ibiza who then had seven children in Australia? Like what? Like it doesn't need to be crazy. But like has something happened to you that you feel like someone could learn something from what happened to you? Like do you feel like there's something nobody told you? You went through it. You went through it. And you feel like someone somewhere, if they heard your story, heard this event, heard what happened to you, could gain something from it. Perspective, an idea, 
I don't know why they would get an idea, but like something, like gain something, feel like they're not alone, something. I feel like there's so many podcasts where like they bring on famous people, like all the best friends and like, yes, I have brought on my best friends. However, I haven't brought on all of them. Not all of them have been asked and not all of them have been asked for good reason. Not all of them can help you. Like I brought on the ones I felt like added value, like Angela. We got to have Angela back on because she really popped off on here. You guys loved her. Um, by the way, if you want a tarot reading or you want some botanical care, uh, her brand is called Adi Botany and you can find her on TikTok. She's linked in a bunch of my stuff and I'll put her information in the description below. I love supporting small businesses. I love supporting female run small businesses and I love supporting my best friends when they're incredibly amazing and creative and indescribably beautiful humans on this planet just trying to spread that. And she really is. So I will support her until the day I die. And then some, I'll come back as a ghost and keep supporting her small business. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Anyway. Um, so if you do have a story like that, if you have something you feel of note, you would like to come out, don't be embarrassed. Don't be shy. Put it in an email and, and I'll tell you. Like if I'm like, eh, it's not really at a place on the podcast, I'll tell you. I won't even tell you that. I just won't respond. Like, so you don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. I might be over caffeinated. No, I would really love it if you guys would, if you feel brave enough, bold enough to like talk about something, discuss something, tell me about something that happened to you. You write in, tell me what it is. Email the email in the description box below. All right. Only I will see it. Okay. And, um, let me know, like, don't be embarrassed. It can be anything that you feel has weight to it. That's important. If it's important to you, I guarantee you it's important to somebody else, like somewhere. So it's important and it's important to me because I want to hear it anyway, please, please do that. I, cause I would love to have some people on my niche Wednesday episodes just to discuss things. I would like to do that anyway, moving forward today. I want to talk about the ghost effect. Yeah, you might be sitting there going, what the hell are you talking about, Lily? Well, I'm about to tell you. This past week, as I kept no secret on my social media that is a slowly dying breed, I made it very well known that I was ghosted. Now, here is why I'm calling this the ghost effect, because I experienced the ghost effect. I was not technically ghosted. I was ghosted for a short period of time. Now, what does that mean? This is something I am coining. I don't know if anyone else has, but I'm not trying to come for their copyright. Look. The ghost effect is when you're dating and the person you're dating. And I do believe, look, I'm be real. I do believe women do this too. I just don't really know that because unfortunately I don't date women. You know, I really wish I did at this point because when I tell you the male race is not doing so great. I mean, honestly, in terms of dating, the bar is so low at this point that I'm like, I don't even want to do it. Like, I feel like it's such a cop out for you to get me at that big of a discount. And you don't even deserve me. Like, that's how I feel right now about dating. So anyway, the ghost effect is basically where you won't hear from the person you're talking to. And forgive me, I'm going to talk in terms of like myself. So it's when I don't hear from the guy that I'm seeing for... <laughs> an extended period of time when communication has been established as very, very, um, consistent every day. I'm talking good morning and good night. And then that stops. 
Now, here is why I like to establish whether they are a good morning or a good nighter, because it tells you like whether they do that or whether they don't, because it tells you the level of communication that they are willing and want to participate in, in possibly a relationship. It sets the tone, right? So for me, if you're not a good morning and a good nighter and you don't ask me at least once how my day was, it's a no from me. And that takes time to get there. I'm not asking you to do that immediately. I, I am saying like once something is like, okay, something's going on here. That's my, that's what I want. That's what I need. And that's purely because I want that. And I don't care what that says about me. I don't care if people don't want that. That's fine. You don't have to have that. I want to be clear. This is all about, we're all going to be different in what we want to need in relationships. I want to be clear. I am now the perspective. I don't, I don't, I really, and I've been in this for a while because I'm a widow um, and then some, I, I really don't need to be in a relationship. And in fact, if you turn to me tomorrow and said, Lily, you're never going to be in a relationship again. I'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, I honestly wish I could get a clean answer on it because I'd be like, perfect. I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> I don't you try. Um, oh, perfect. Let's take it off my plate. <laughs> honestly, at this point, after everything that's happened to me in the last Oh, this is going to sound so sad. 10 years. It's been 10 years. I'm, I'm not old, but like that's a long time. Um, it's just kind of like I, I'm tired and I've been through probably what most people have more spread out over their life. I've been through more in a congested amount of time, I feel, than most people do. So I'm just tired at 29. And... I'm not saying I've been through more than most people. I'm just saying I, for me, it was just really pushed into a a small time frame, right? So it, it just, it's also the thing of when people go, oh, I thought you were a lot older than you were when they first start talking to me and maybe don't even know what I look like. It's got nothing to do with how I look. I look like I'm, I'm just a young 21 year old. I look, my skin is, it's not doing so great. Hence the pimple. But still, I, I like to think, I feel 21. I'm going to believe I look 21. Oh, no, I don't. But I'm just going to believe it. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So anyway, if he can't good night and good morning me, I don't want it. Like if you're not working towards that, that's, then we're just, we're not compatible. Like that's where we're at. That's where I'm at on that. So anyway, this goes more into speaking to like the ghost effect. So basically, if you're not good morning and good nighting each other, it's harder actually to gauge whether you've been ghosted if you're in the talking stage and like you're dating because maybe he's taking a day, maybe you're taking a day. But if like consistent everyday solid communication is established, right, then you can tell if you've been ghosted or he's doing the ghosting effect. And again, this person who did this might one day listen to this and I'm just going to have to deal with that. Look. An individual who I was speaking with, <laughs> trying to be so sly, decided to take a sabbatical of communication with no warning, out of nowhere, made no sense. And it was their own issues. Like, it was their own thing. It was nothing I did. Um, Wasn't an argument. Wasn't a disagreement. Wasn't an awkward moment. Just like, poof, out of nowhere. And... Here's what I will say. I'm like the one type of person, and I've said this before, if you ghost me, 
And because I established like the, if you're, if they're a good morning and good nighter, and I don't like ask them to do that. Like if I just don't naturally do that, then I know they're not the person for me. Right. So this person is that person. Like they do do that. Here's the thing. Um, we have an itsy bitsy problem with the disappearing act. And for me personally, if you disappear and the communication goes unanswered and then I reach out to you and it goes very unanswered for a prolonged period of time, I will think you're dead. I will think you're dead. I will, I will believe you're dead. And that's not me trying to tell you, um, to talk to me. That's me telling you, oh, I've already started calling hospitals. That's me telling you, look, Spike, um, I have already called your mother whose phone number I found off a background check and I'm texting with your aunt Gladys off Facebook marketplace. So like, if it's a dangerous thing to ghost a widow, it's a dangerous thing because we, we, our brain goes way worse than you don't like us. We don't even see that. We, we see you're dead. We see you're in a coma. We see you were in a car accident and the car accident was in such a rural area that the car accident hasn't even been discovered yet. We see the worst case scenario. So what I have to do is I have to tell people, hey, just so you know, if you ever want to ghost me, it's cool. You're going to need to do it in a way, though, where I don't call your mother or a hospital. And I know that that means I have baggage. I know that means it's a lot. And I know that means, look, if you ghost me and I don't know your life and I don't really know you, I'm not going to care. Like, if even if you are dead, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. So, like, why would I look into it? I'm talking about someone you've been talking to for, like, months. So, like, something's going on. You know what I mean? Like, you're seeing them. And you might not be in a relationship yet, but you're like seeing them. So do you know what I mean? Like I'm not talking, if if someone you just like started talking to ghosts you, even if they are dead, you don't need to know about it. That's nothing to do with you. Uh-uh, those ones don't count. Okay. So all I'm saying is like, I'm talking in terms of like, I don't want people thinking I'm nuts. Like, well, I mean, I am, but like, I don't want people thinking I'm, I'm that nuts. Like it's once we've established there's something going on, we're in it to hopefully win it but we don't know if we're going to win it yet because we're not in a relationship relationship yet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So anyway, this individual decided to take a sabbatical of communication. And here's the thing. I had communicated to this person like, look, you can't, I'm, I got dead people who I've dated in my life. Like you can't disappear. If you want a break in communication, I'm all for it. Like you need to do what you need to do for your mental health and for you. I don't take it personally, or at least I try not to. And here's the thing. You have to just send a text. It takes 10 seconds to send a text to be like, hey, I don't want to talk about this, but I'm just letting you know I am going to just be away from my phone and away from communication for a few days. Please don't think anything is wrong. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking some time. Or, hey, just letting you know you won't hear from me for a couple of days. Um, we can talk when, when I call you in a few days. Don't even say need to say when you say a few days, or if you want to end it, just be like, look, I don't think it's working out. It's got nothing to do with you. Even if it has something to do with them, just be like, it's nothing to do with you. It's got stuff I've got going on with. I wish you all the best with everything. And you know, you're an amazing person. I hope you find the guy for you or the girl for you. Like there is a nice way to do it. Like if you're just over it, 
you can just over it. However, here's the thing. Ghosts, they ghost because they want the ability to reappear. That's why it's ghosted and not dumped, right? So here's what I will say. The ghosting effect happens for a period of time. It can happen from like four to seven days. Like it will last four to seven days or it could last like as short as two days. For me, it was like two days. And this person just like, blip, evaporated. And I was like, oh my God, I got another dead one. No, he's perfectly fine. I was like, I've got another dead one. Are you kidding me? I was like, Lord, what is the plan here? Are we giving them all to me because we know I can handle it? Like I can't handle it. No, he was fine. Um, he was perfectly in perfect health. Actually, not perfect health. He has a cold, but still perfect health. And so, look, this person wasn't fine. We had a long conversation about it. I informed this person that I find it incredibly disrespectful and I would never do that to someone. So me tolerating and accepting the behavior of someone doing something to me that I wouldn't do to that, like, is... I know a boundary for me and something I'm working on because I have a thing where I will accept like I treat people how I want to be treated right I have that mindset like I really I never want anyone to feel uncomfortable or uneasy I want them to feel good about things and happy and if they're sad I want to be with them when they're sad like I want to be supportive like that's the person I am if you're in my life like I I always want to be there for them right I always want to be there for the people in my life here's the thing. I have a problem where like I'll accept less than what I give because I feel like there's no one who'd be willing to give what I give. And it's because I'm the that person to everyone that I feel like that, I think. And like, that's a problem. Like, that's not my job. That's not my job. And that's not, no, absolutely not. And I will say the man I was going to marry who unfortunately did pass away, he taught me that. He was like, no, no, we don't accept less just because we can accept less you give so much therefore you deserve to receive so much in a relationship like you know that's how this works he was probably the only person who was ever shown me that and therefore now like the old lily probably would have handled this situation like it just accepted them back i'm like oh my god it's, it's totally fine it's okay it doesn't matter i'm so glad you're okay no i i basically was like, I'm not your teacher. I'm not going to school you. I'm not going to teach you what you did wrong here. Like, this is not my job. And this was a case of this person just had, I'm not going to speak on their, what their situation was, but it, 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 honestly, it made sense to me why they needed a minute. However, they needed to have communicated. They needed a minute. Do you see what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not condoning that behavior. They know how I feel about the ghosting. And I, I said this to them and I said, you crossed a boundary. You disrespected me. Like, wish you all the best was what I said to them. That's my little sob story without trying to give you too many details. But yeah, I had, I had the ghosting effect occur and it's not cute. Like, it's not cute. I, I don't know why they think it's attractive. It makes you the least attractive person to especially women like I don't know how guys feel about it, but it makes you the least attractive person to women. It's the least attractive thing you could possibly do. Honestly, I would go out on a limb and say it is. Yeah, no, it is the least attractive thing anyway. So 
I feel like the ghosting effect can take, it can be as long as like four to seven days or it can be as short as like 24 hours. Here's the thing. They're going to do one or the other. If you're ghosted, that's a different story. Then you, then you'll never hear from them again. And that's a whole, that's a whole kerfuffle. How do you handle it without going crazy? For me, I called and I never called this person who had a little ghosting effect moment. I called this person a couple of times and I was like, "Mm, what? Like, I was like, this makes no sense. So I actually did get worried because again, you can't ghost me. And I was like, oh, when they didn't answer the phone and I never called them. So they knew I was calling. It was serious when they didn't answer the phone phone call I I thought something was wrong I thought something was wrong so I spiraled definitely thought someone was injured thought someone was in the hospital was like panicking and then I had to calm myself down and I had to go look if they are they have people in their lives who can handle it and deal with it and it's not your job and I just had to kind of accept that sit down and shut up And I sent a couple of messages, not going to lie. I sent some messages being like, hey, can you please contact me? I'm worried. Um, I sent two of those messages. And that was it. And honestly, that is a good way for me to handle it. It could have been way worse. Uh, There have been times when I have been ghosted and it's just been like, I have tried calling. I have tried texting. Like, I'm like, the worst has happened. They're dead. Because keep in mind, this has happened. And they have been dead. So like, I don't know what people don't understand. But anyway, it's a very triggering thing for me. So that's why I'm very picky about who I end up like dating. It's like the worst, like honestly, it's actually easier for my brain to to handle like cheating or seeing other people than it is for me to handle ghosting. That's how much it triggers me. And this is a very personal thing to me. Like ghosting is so personal to me. It's crazy. (laughs) Anyway, um, so all I have to say is uh, ghosting for me is a big no-no. And I make this known. I talk about this. But also it's great on the flip side because if if you do it, especially early on, I know you're not for me. It's like the easiest way for me to know you're just not for me. I communicated to you what it meant if you were to do that. I I told you like what I would need if you need to take a break or step away or stop communication for whatever reason. It would take 10 seconds of your time and you didn't do that. You deliberately chose not to do that. You made a choice not to do that. These, These are all choices. These weren't accidents. They weren't mistakes. And yes, we all make accidents and mistakes and we all make bad choices and we all mess up. However, I think it's how we deal with them and the accountability we do or don't take that says a lot about the person. So I'll leave it at that. However, for me, it's like the ultimate disrespect to not communicate and then peace out and basically act like a missing person. Once you have established such like an importance in someone's life and vice versa, vice versa, that's really hard for me to say with my accent. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. I would say the best thing you can do if you are being ghosted or having a ghosting effect where it's like you can tell they're going to there. You can tell you can tell when you've been ghosted and you can tell when it's like a ghosting effect. Like it won't last long. It'll last a couple of days and then they'll come. You can tell like it's an intuition thing. 
I would tell you this. If you feel like you've been ghosted, block their number. There is nothing more satisfying than knowing the next time that they do go to text you. And remember, specifically men will always come back, always come back. There's nothing more satisfying than know that their, my, their messages to me will turn green and they have no way of contacting me and they lost their chance. Nothing more satisfying to me than that. I think people struggle with blocking because of the the finality in it, like how final it is and how people see it as really extreme. It's like, no, you've just revoked their access. They were given access basically on a good faith basis and that faith is gone. So is the goodness. So access revoked. Also, you don't have to inform someone you block them. I feel like girls like to do that. Like I'm blocking you. We don't need to do that. You guys, you can just, I give you permission. I feel like you're almost asking permission. You can just you can let them know. You don't need to let them know. You can just do it for yourself because you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for them. Anyway, that's how I feel about that. So I, I would say to you, the best thing you can do if you feel like you've been ghosted, there's no closure. You don't need forgiveness. You don't need anyone to, to do anything. You don't, need, you don't need a conversation. If someone went out of their way to make the choice deliberately on purpose to leave your life without a word, without a care, That's all the information you need. I will say sometimes that's more difficult. I have had people in full-blown relationships with me ghost me, like the gynecologist. We all remember the gynecologist story. He, full-blown relationship, disappeared. I found out from his family that he was alive, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll stop worrying then, and I just have to let it go. He was lucky I didn't really like him. Otherwise, I would have... I don't know. <laughs> I would have done more than when he turned up as my gynecologist. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, okay, if you don't know the story, basically I dated someone and then years later went to the gynecologist, like years later went to the gynecologist. This was this last year. And uh, and in the door walks the guy who was in a relationship and ghosted me as the gynecologist. It was pretty funny. Like that story really spiraled and everyone kind of found out about it and it was kind of it was kind of embarrassing I kind of regret sharing that one but whatever it's fine we live and we learn I will say the other biggest thing that I see people do meaning myself is like look at it like it's a reflection of you it's not a reflection of you babe someone ghosting you isn't a reflection of something you did it's not a reflection of something you've done you don't, it's, it's how they felt about it. You know what I mean? It's how they're feeling in them. And that's none of your business. You don't need to take it on as your business. They're not the person for you if they're willing to leave you, you know, without any communication, any, any information. They don't care. People who ghost don't care. And that tells you everything you need to know. Everything. Um, I will say, like, when the ghost effect happens, I will say there are exceptions to the rule. It doesn't necessarily mean they don't care. I think it definitely means that they're struggling with something and don't know how to handle it, probably don't have good communication skills. And I would say that still implies if you do have good communication skills and you have communicated on the subject of, like, hey, if you need a few days, I need you to talk, about, talk like, tell me, and I'll give that to you, which I had done with this person. Um, then I would tell you they have severe communication skill problems like they just don't know how to communicate and I think that's up to the individual to decide whether or not you want to stick around for that ride I would say that's probably not a ride that's going to work out if someone can communicate with you and has bad 
skills in that area. That's not good. Okay, you guys, I want to get into today's buckle up because it's very on theme. And we know I love a theme. Oh, actually, you guys might not know that. I love themes. I really love it when uh, things also match. Oh, my God. I love it when things match. You have no idea. I'm a big matchy-matchy. I've always have been. So anyway, I'm going to read you the buckle up. And I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Okay. It reads as... Hi, Lily. Okay, so I'm talking to a guy and he is great. Oh, if you're writing in, probably not. We have been on several dates and have been talking for a couple of months. And then four days ago, he completely ghosted. I thought something was wrong. I called and texted. How much? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Girl, I get it. I'm, I'm ashamed to say it was really a lot. I freaked out. He seemed so into me and chased me. They always do. And then disappeared. And I know he is alive because he posted on Instagram. Yep. Yep. That's the worst. I'm really upset and I don't know what to do. Please help. I don't want to seem crazy. This is probably one of the most relatable buckle ups I've received. Like it really is. I feel like this is something. I don't know how old this this person is. But I feel like this is something we all kind of go through this phase where, you know, the person we're talking to stops talking to us. And we feel like we're going crazy and we might overdo it and we might call them and text them too much to the point where they might end up blocking you. Look, girl, I'm just telling you, this is so normal. You're not crazy. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry. Like, it's not going to be in the news. You're all right. Like, it's okay that you sent a million texts. It's okay that you called 73 times. Like, if you aren't blocked and you called that much, like... He clearly still likes you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't think of it like that. That, that might send you over the edge. Look, this is so normal. This is so normal. I would tell you this person doesn't respect you. This person doesn't care. You've been on dates. You've talking for a few months. Like you've established communication then. And I will tell you, like, I don't know what your daily communication was like, But if it was so bad that the communication stopped and you immediately thought something was wrong, so that's quite a bit of communication that stopped then. So I would say this person definitely does not care about you because he doesn't care. He doesn't care to communicate with you. He doesn't care to let you know, especially if you've called that many times. If I've called someone that many times and they haven't gotten back to me, how do you know something's not wrong with me? Right. So it's just it it goes to speak to like you don't care. And I think do you want someone who doesn't care about you? I hope not. We all deserve to be cared for. And you seem like a really nice person. And I know this is probably not what you want to hear, but it doesn't sound like this person cares about you. In fact, I know they don't. Because their actions reflect that with men actions speak louder than than words they can say anything (laughs) trust me they will but their actions typically reflect how they feel and all I'm gonna say is this person is is showing you that they don't care about you and you deserve someone who does and I think it starts and it ends there babe like what advice can I give you to filter this out okay 
Like I'm like trying to pivot from this to give you something positive to take from it. Look, this is what you can do. Block them. If you really can't bring it yourself to do that, delete the thread. So you're not tempted to text him again. So meaning you delete all your messages. And yes, you can delete all your messages. There is no need to keep them. It doesn't need to be some sentimental thing. We can delete messages. It's only when they're dead. We really need to keep messages. Don't even get me started on that. Um, delete the thread. If you have it in you, block his number. If you don't want to block his number, if you still want to be able to hear from him, look, while I don't necessarily agree with that, like allowing them access, here's what I will say. Delete his phone number. Delete their phone number. They still have yours, so they can still reach out if they want. But if you just delete their contact and you delete their messages, you're not going to be tempted. If you remove the temptation, if you remove the access for yourself, you'll start not to care. Because I think at the end of the day, when we feel like this, yes, it's because we can have feelings for people. Yes, it's because we can grow attachments to people and and feel like there's something there. And when that person walks away, disappears, doesn't communicate, lets us down, cheats on us, you know, we find out they've been seeing five other girls, is talking to other girls, or is still on the dating app, whatever it is. At the end of the day, they're just not the person for you. Because you have a problem with that behavior. Meaning it's not the behavior and how you want to be treated. Meaning they're not the person for you. Because that's how they're choosing to treat you. Right? And no matter what they do, no matter what they say, the best way to do it is for you to walk away knowing you walked away because you're going to find something better. Because this wasn't it. I think looking at walking towards something as a, um, opposed to walking away from something is sometimes easier. And it's all about that mental state, right? Like it, our mental, how we mentally are looking at things and taking things affects how we feel. It affects the anxiety. It affects the pit in your stomach. It's all mental. It's not physical. Your body isn't like, Oh, I miss this person. It's your brain. It's your brain, right? So if we can change how we think about it, it'll change how we feel about it. So we got to change how we think about it. And it's a learned thing. We have to unlearn it. But if we just go, you know, I need to walk towards someone who is A, B, C, and D and start focusing on those things. I want to find someone who loves going to Taylor Swift concerts. I want to find someone who is obsessed with watching Star Wars. Like I want to find someone who is who loves communicating and talking on the phone each night. I want to find someone who loves traveling. Like think about all the things you would love to find in a partner. You would love to have in a relationship. No matter what that relationship is. Whether you're just looking for a short term thing. Whether you're looking for a long term thing. I don't care the type of relationship you're looking for. I care about the person you're in the relationship with. Does that make sense? And whether you're happy. Like relationships are meant to add. They're not meant to take away. That doesn't mean you don't have problems. That doesn't mean things don't happen. But it means overall that person being in your life adds to it whether you're in the talking stage or whether you're married you know that person adds to your life it doesn't mean they're taking and subtracting and it's a chore and it's difficult all the time that's when you look at it and it's like am I happy and most of the time the answer is going to be no because you're not Because you're not getting what you want. You're not getting what you need. And you're giving, 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 thinking if you give more, you'll receive more. And it doesn't work like that. It really doesn't, trust me. So all I have to say is 
if I were you and I was your big sister, I would say to you, delete his number. I understand not wanting to block it. Delete the thread. Okay. And if he contacts you, he'll contact you, but you won't be tempted to contact him. I would tell you, distract yourself for the next few days while you get out of the habit of hearing from them by, you know, if you don't really text your friends every day, maybe just text your friends every day for the next few days. They're not going to care. They're your friends. Tell them a bunch of stuff. That always helps me. And I talk to my friends every single day because they're my family. But like some people don't talk to their friends every day. Talk to your friends every day. Do some, do something. You know, spam them with texts. They can put you on do not disturb if they need a break. Like they're fine. They don't need to hurt your feelings about it. Like they'll be fine. They can handle it. They're your friends. Do that. Go out. Do something fun. Take yourself out to dinner. Can I just say taking yourself out to dinner is the most underrated thing in the world. Don't bring a book. Like you don't need a book. If you if you want to, I guess. But like my favorite thing to do is like when the budget allows, pick a restaurant, pick a place, pick a spot, arrange it for an earlier time. Don't go late unless you're trying to meet people, I guess, which is fine. Go earlier, sit down, you know, take a time, get a drink, no matter what the drink is. Get a little appetizer. If you want the full, you want another meal, you want a meal meal, order the meal. Take your time, you know. You can have your AirPods in. You can listen to something. You can read a book on your phone if you want to. You can just be taking in the situation. My favorite thing to do is people watch. I'll just people watch. One of my favorite restaurants to go to in New York has the best people watching. And I'll never forget I was there for work. I was doing a show off Broadway and I went to this restaurant like the night before my show opened. And I just sat there for it was four hours. I sat in this restaurant by myself like it was the worst weather in the world. So no one wanted to come out. And I was like, I'm just going out to dinner. Like I didn't want to sit in my hotel room, you know. And so I was like, I'm going to go out to dinner sat at this restaurant for four hours, just people watching. And I like made friends with the waiters. Like I love taking myself out to do things because it removes that thing in your brain where it's like, I need other people to go to restaurants. I need other people to go have fun. I need other people to go do things. It's not true. Yes, we're social, social creatures, but like it doesn't mean you need them all the time. And I think one of the biggest things that we can accomplish in life is just being truly happy by ourselves And not allowing the noise to take that away, you know, not allowing everything else that goes on to take that away from us. It's just not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Anyway, that's the best advice I can give you. If I could take you out to dinner to cheer you up, I would. But I have no clue where in the world you're from. (laughs) That's a bit of a bummer. And I have to stop offering to take strangers out to dinner on the internet through my podcast because I've done it one too many times now. Anyway, you guys, I'm going to wrap up the podcast there. Please, my friend who sent this in, write in and let me know how it, how it goes, how you're feeling. I do care. Please follow up. Do you know no one has, apart from one person, has ever followed up with how their buckle up has ended? I'm about to track some of y'all down. Please call into the buckle up hotline. Please. please. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Please call into the buckle up hotline. It would mean a lot. I love you. I hope to talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) I will. Don't worry. I love you. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But, you know, that gives you a lot of wiggle room. So you'll be fine. I love you. Bye.